Atua Kapahaka Group, Te Awa Tupua o Huanganui, performed at Te Papa as part of their Matariki or Māori New Year celebrations. Kura Simon is the tutor of the group and has performed at the event for several years. Back on the 31st of January 2010, and we've been coming here to Te Papa ever since ever then. Since then. And uh, when he passed three years ago, the team asked that I continue with the tutoring, so I'm happy to be able to do that for them. Mm. Uh, this is our uh, Te Puru Otamaki Kaumatua Kapahaka group uh, that started up about uh, three or four years ago. So a new, a new group? Uh, well, uh, it, it was uh, put together again to uh, keep our kaumātua together and informed about uh, things that are happening around the marae and um, around the Ngāti Whātua Nui Tonu. I talked to a few of the tutors to get a sense of what matariki means to them and at Pātaka Art and Museum in Porirua, Te Kāhui o Matariki is an exhibition based on the book by Libby Hakaraya and the late Colleen Wata Ehrlich. It's on until mid-July. We take a tour of the space. I really enjoy the, the Matariki ones. I've, I've done another one before, in 2005, on Matariki as well. And, you know, and I always kind of come from the angle of... Um, it's a creative time where families got together and did the, the storytelling and, and making things. And we feature part two of a koho or presentation from Dr Rangi Mātāmua who talks about Māori astronomy. And ka ruirui i ngā mate hei whetu ki te rangi. And he casts our stars, our mate as stars in the sky. This is the origin of the saying kua whetu rangi hi You don't come as star straight away. You hang on the canoe. So Māori tikanga today will tell us that if someone dies we wait 12 months before we unveil. This is Tiahika on RNZ National. Matariki Rising is part of the Māori New Year celebrations held at Te Papatongariwa, the National Museum in Wellington. The two-day event features senior Māori performing artists from 20 groups in the North Island and one from Ngaitahu Waitaha in the South Island. While the event is light-hearted and social, the performers sing the classics from their regions and also pay tribute to those who have died in the last year. Kura Simon is the wife of the late Morvan Simon, who composed hundreds of songs. He was a choir master and kapahaka leader. In 2014, he was made a member of the Order of Merit for his services to Māori. Since his passing three years ago, Kura says she honours his legacy by continuing his work. You just performed about, uh, what, 
10 minutes or 20 minutes or so ago. What, what practices does it does it take in the lead up to oh, this? Oh, look here, with, with our, our lot, you've got to practice every week from last year and they still not know it. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. They really enjoy it, eh? Most of the songs came from Morvan. One or two were composed by his dad and his maternal uncle, Te Ope Wanerere, and um, one by his grandmother, his, his paternal grandmother, uh, Raina Pune Ranginui from the Awa. And um, yes, we. Morvan is um, known for all his goodwill, and you know, so most of the songs carry that message. So uh, we're happy to carry that on for him too. Hmm. Are there songs that Morvan wrote that people haven't heard, like his body of work that he's built up? I've got crates and crates of his songs, and um, a lot of them are unused. Um, Hatapada, they tell me that they've got a, a whole crate of their own of his songs as well. So I'll get the chance one day to go through all of those. And it better be soon. So Morvan mm. had a role in this kapahakaropu? Was it? Oh, yes. He actually established uh, uh, Te Taikura o Te Awatupua back on the 31st of January 2010. And we've been coming here to Te Papa ever since, ever since then. then. And uh, when he passed three years ago, the team asked that I continue with the tutoring. So... I'm happy to be able to do that for them. Mm. So do you teach um, new songs or are they uh, songs that are existing in, in, the, in your We do team? both. Yeah. We do both. Um, depends on the occasion. Um, as I say, because Morvan's got such a, a huge repertoire of songs, it's um, not always easy to choose. And, and you've got to, got to pick those ones that our kaumatua can handle. What does Matariki, this is all about Matariki rising, what does it mean to you? Kura? Oh well it's uh, you know, Pleiades and uh, and um, well we have a, a history and the legends that we all relate to um, you know, that, that never will ever fade so um, it's a beautiful time to to acknowledge uh, Matariki and in Wanganui, we actually, and in Taranaki too, we actually acknowledge Puanga um, rather than Matariki. Matariki. Apparently, uh, Puanga arrives before Matariki. <laughs> Tutor of the Auckland based group Tayaha Hawk says the songs the group sing reflect the whakatauki or proverbial sayings from Ngati Whatua. Ko rangi toto te motu, ko waitamata te moana, ko tamaki nui, uh, te whenua tupuna, uh, ko te kāwau te tangata. You, you're wearing a tihati, a t-shirt, ora kai marae, te puru o tamaki. Alright, uh, this is our uh, te puru kaumātua, uh, te puru o tamaki kaumātua kapahaka group uh, that started up about uh, three or four years ago. So a new, a new group? Uh, well, uh, it, it was uh, put together again to uh, keep our kaumātua together and informed about uh, things that are happening around the marae and um, around the Ngāti Whātua Nui Tonu. And uh, they love to sing, so kapahapa, kapahaka was the perfect uh, um, thing to, to get us whakanui tō mātou So uh, there's about uh, 65 of us that came down 
There's about 45 of us on stage, and uh, predominantly Ngātuwātu Orākei with a lot of um, a lot of uh, tamaki uh, ngā mātāwaka uh, puta no te motu. How, does, how do you interpret matariki? What does it mean to you? E aiki ngā tūpuna ko te, ko te tau hoa u Māori tēnei. Um, matariki is a time for reflection, time to uh, heal your wounds. Uh, kimi rongo wā, uh, noho puku, a te whakarongo ki, uh, tawhiri mātea, uh, papatuanuku, a pangaroa. Uh, mō te tahi wā, uh, and prepare for uh, new things to come. Ko te nuinga o ngā waiata he, he whakangāhau, uh, hiui uh, kei roto i etahi o ngā waiata, ngā whakatau ki, whakatau aki, kupu whakaari o ngā tifātua, um, so that our younger, you know, the younger generations um, will hear some of our history, some of our uh, the kōrero of our tūpuna, kei ngaro, uh, lest it be lost. So, um, yeah, whakangāhau te mea uh, tuatahi, whakawhanaungatanga te tua rua, hoi anō ko ngā tikanga o ngā tifātua te mea tuatoru. Waikato Tanifarau Kaumato Group honoured Tomairangi Paki, who died in April this year. So what does this event mean to the Rōpū? Oh, big, big thing because of our um, patron, patron Tomairangi, the king's sister, and she just passed away and we come to bring her kawamate. So were you here, the Rōpū was here as a way to honour... Tell us about some of the waiata. Um, we, can, we can walk if you want to. We can walk and talk. Some of the waiata. Te Maungaroa is, uh, she used to be, she used to teach hula in Hawaii. And um, it's a special waiata for her. So what's one of the most ngahau waiata? What are we talking about? The te puia. Timatanga te puia. Well, for us today, it's more for Tomairangi, because being the patron of Komatua Kapahaka, so... Yeah, it's, it was it's special for her. How many practices do you have leading uh, up to this, this event? Well, we usually start about uh, February to June to to Matariki. Aye. As part of their Matariki celebrations, Pātaka Art and Museum hosted the Middle Morda Fashion Runway Show last weekend. In addition to that, the exhibition Te Kāhui o Matariki runs until the 20th of July. Based on the book, artists include jewellery designer Nike Moa, ceramic artist Bay Riddell and weaver Kohai Grace. I'm here with Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hi there. Hi. If you could just um, uh, explain what your role here is. I'm actually front of house and gallery assistant and I have a lot to do with the shop, selecting works for the shop, and I also look after the toy object space, which is a small commercial gallery here at Pataka. The first thing I did was, when I was looking for inspiration, um, I came across this book online and I thought I'd base the exhibition around the book. It was printed quite a few years ago, and the photography was by Norm Heckey. So, yeah. And then I um, invited some of the artists that are in here to exhibit. Um, Norm was one of the ones who said yes, which was great. 
So I also invited other people too because I thought other people are also interested in doing things about Matariki and not just Maori either. Either you know, it's, um, So I have got one person who responded who wasn't uh, Maori but had the, um, you know, the, the feeling for for Matariki, which I think, you know, all New Zealanders are really embracing, aren't they now? Yeah. yeah. And did you um, send the invite to practising artists? Uh, yes, I did, yes. Um, Kohai Grace, of course, um, it's local, and um, her work is absolutely immaculate. It's She's a, created, looks like a muka, a muka dress with a cloak, cloak made of muka and albatross feathers, so quite stunning. Uh, we've also got a couple of other pieces of hers here as well. Uh, Fiona Jones is from Hastings. She's one of my favourite weavers in the country. She is awesome. These are beautiful keti that she has sent down um, here, which are absolutely beautiful. This one with the beautiful pew-pew on it and the weka feathers, which are very special. So the space is, comes with these glass cases, um, they're built in and we really have to fill them. Uh, Nekamoa sent some beautiful uh, greenstone earrings, the whole variety of different styles there. And she's doing a wonderful thing now where she's selling them as singles and you can choose which earring you want to wear and you know, in either ear. So you might like a stud in one ear and then you might like a drop in the other ear. We've got some ipu from Wee Taiapa. Was yeah. it fun curating this um, exhibition for you? Yes, yep. yes, yeah. I really, I really enjoy the, the Matariki ones. I've, I've done another one before, in 2005, on Matariki as well. And, you know, and I always kind of come from the angle of... Um, it's a creative time where families got together and did the, the storytelling and, and making things, mm-hmm. which is really nice and... Um, yeah, strong on weaving and that kind of thing. And Bay, Bay Riddell um, has got two pieces here as well. So we've got some um, clay sculptural pieces by Bay. The rising of Matariki is set to take place in mid-July as the country gears up to host their own celebrations. Academic and Associate Professor at the University of Waikato, Dr Rangima Tamua, has been busy touring various parts of the North Island discussing his research and his book about Māori astronomy and star lore. This week we feature excerpts from a presentation he gave at Te Tai Whenua Ohere Taunga in Hastings. Here he talks about the brightness of the stars in relation to its visibility from Earth. Matariki, or Pleiades, is a, a magnitude three star, which means it's down on the brightness list. Magnitude one stars are your Sirius and your Puanga and your Atutahi, your um, Canopus. Those are big stars. means those are the first stars you see when the sun sets and they're still kind of up as the sun's rising because they're really bright. Matariki is only a magnitude three, which means it's low on the scale. So if there's too much light, you won't see it. The sun will wash it out. In order for it to be visible, there's a bit of a science, it needs to be five degrees above the horizon while the sun is 16 degrees below. Does that make sense? Any closer, the rays of the sun will wash out because it's only a third degree star. Okay, so for everyone that's saying the first new moon in June, you'll never see Matariki in the first new moon of June. 
It's too close to the sun. It's about here. Number one. Number two, because what we've done is we follow a Western Gregorian calendar, solar calendar, 365-day year. That's what we follow now. So the 1st of June, the 2nd of June, the 3rd of June. And then what we've done is we've rammed our Maramataka Māori, this one, into the Western calendar. So we say Pipiti is June. Pipiti is not June. Pipiti begins at the Fido and ends at Mutufenua. That's Pipiti. So sometimes, you know, we're over here somewhere and it's the 1st of June. We're still in the last month because there's 11-day difference every year between the lunar phase and the solar calendar. Does that make sense? 365 days to go round the, the sun, but the lunar phase is only 354 days long. So in three years, we're a month out because we're not resetting our calendar, because we're not resetting at Matarigi, because we're trying to make our lunar calendar fit a Gregorian Western calendar, and they don't work. So Pipiti is not June, Pipiti is Pipiti. Lunar phase to lunar phase. With my powers combined, I have worked out this rising and setting for the next... They're actually in the book it goes for the next... till 2050. So we celebrate the setting of Matariki, and I'll explain why. These are the days where you look for it to rise. More often than not, it'll be from the middle to the... Generally, it's the end of June, sorry, it's the end of June to the start and the middle of July. That's usually the period. That's the Tangaroa nights. This is a celebration period. This is um, a constellation known as Te Waka Orangi. Now, I, that's, I didn't name that after me. That's its actual name. In uh, the Waikato region, they call this constellation Te Waka Otainui. Uh, you can regionalise this canoe. This is known as Te Waka Matatua. I've heard of this canoe in the South Island being referred to as Te Waka Tapu o Takitimu. Okay, this is a canoe with at the front of it is Matariki. There's Matariki there. Here's that face of the bull, the Kokota. Here is Tautoru. The captain of this canoe is a man by the name of Taramainuku who has this big net. Koe te kūpenga a Taramainuku. Taramainuku's net. Now this constellation rises in Pipiti and every night Taramainuku casts his net across the earth and he trawls, he trawls the ground and he hauls up onto his canoe all of the souls of the people that have died that day and he hangs them from the back of the canoe. This place is, this is the handle of the pot. The middle star is called Te Hau Orua and he hangs those dead there like the feathers off the back of a canoe. It's called the kura kura. Night after night after night, he rises and he hauls up the dead of the day. Everyone that's died, he trawls, and just before the sun rises, he lifts them up and places you on the canoe. And so uh, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, about May, this canoe will sit vertical in the sky and it dives Matariki first into the ocean on the west coast. That is when we farewell our dead. We say farewell to our dead and we wait for them for a month. And when they come back in a month's time, Taramainuku gets off his canoe. This is what we make for Matariki. The first 
Tikanga for Matariki is to remember the dead. That's the first tikanga. And so what Taramainuku does is he stands on his canoe, takes the kura kura off, and ka rui rui i nā mate hei whetu ki te rangi. And he casts our stars, our mate as stars in the sky. This is the origin of the saying kua whetu rangi hi You don't come as star straight away. You hang on the canoe. So Māori tikanga today will tell us that if someone dies, we wait 12 months before we unveil. Okay, or we might wear black for 12 months. We've taken the solar year again and placed it over a tikanga Māori. So we use 12 months. It wasn't 12 months. They waited until the rising of Matariki before they would sever the bonds that they have to the dead of the year. That's why it's called Nā Mate o Te tau. Not a 12-month calendar year. It is a Matariki rising year. Does that make sense? 17th of July, e karema. Yeah, I know you're thinking, oh, that's late. Because that's what the moon is saying. Tangaroa moon, this is what you'll see on the 17th, if you're looking from here. The Tangaroa moon. And you wait, and here comes Matariki. And the canoe, there's the canoe, you'll see it there. Rising, the stars and the dead go, then the sun comes up. And that's how you're going to see it on the 17th. Those are the signs that you look for. Okay? So, um, there are three tikanga that our ancestors observed, three practices. Um, the first one, what they would do is when Matariki rises, this is what you're looking for. See how Matariki is quite high in the sky and the sun's still rising? That moon is Tangaroa. This was on top of uh, Hakari Mata, this hill in Hamilton, uh, a couple of years ago. There's Matariki, here's the canoe. That's me reading the star of the year, reading the signs. You are waiting for that. Okay, that is the moment where it becomes te mātahi o te tau. This is the, the new year. Our tipuna had three things that they did. Number one is what I'm doing there. They read the star. They go out and they look at it. They go, oh, yep, good year to fish. Bad year to uh, hunt birds. Number two... And this is a tikanga connected to Pohutukawa. It's called Takimo Teatea. Takimo Teatea is when you mourn those that have passed. This is a moment that all of those people have died, uh, become stars. And so they would karakia to Pohutukawa. And then if you had a dead that was connected to you, you would call out their names. You would call out the names of those that have died and are connected to you. So you'd call out their names, you'd weep and mourn for them. That's the last time that you mourn for them in this manner before they become stars. And then the final tikanga is called a hautapu. Whāngai te hautapu. Hautapu is a sacred kai. It's a food that our ancestors separated out to feed um, an atua, to feed the stars. And what they would do is they would cook a, a hāngi, a umu for matariki. The name of that umu was called Te Umu Kohu Kohu Fetu, or the Steamy Star Oven. And they would connect, collect an eel for white tea, and a fish for white ta, and a kumara for tipua nuku, and they would cook it in that, in, that, in that umu. And when Matariki is here, pretty much there, this is, there's Matariki, you can't see it, but it's here, between the clouds. 
That is us on top of Hakari Mata, 1,700 steps. There's no way I was carrying up hangi stones and wood, so I took a gas burner and a, and a, and a pot with a, a chicken, <laughs> and we did our whangai te hautapu. So what they would do was when Matariki, we'd finish crying for our dead, they'd take the top off the oven, and the steam would rise into the sky and feed Matariki. Because Matariki had been carrying our dead for a year, and is tired, and brings us the bounty every year, and is tired. And so we feed Matariki to honour Matariki and replenish Matariki. And then the sun comes up. Now this ceremony is immortalised in a haka known as a tuku. It says, Ko te hau tapue, rite ki te kai na matariki. Tapa reireia koia tapa. Tapa kororuan koia tuku a hiaue hi. Ko te hau tapu, the sacred food. Rite ki te kai na matariki that has been prepared to feed Matariki. Author, academic and Māori astronomer Dr Rangi Matamua. Tahi, rua, toru, fa. Eki ake te koue. Ko